0: Hi, it's Greg and Lucky, and this is our podcast. If you don't catch us from 5 to 9, this is what you missed.
1: Uh, I absolutely love watching documentaries on almost anything. doesn't really matter. I just like hearing the story of people's lives. I like reading autobiographies. Uh, I just like and enjoy all of that. And um, I now have the uh, Amazon Fire Stick. And with that, I was told about a channel called, I think it's Tulu, maybe? Tuli? Anyhow, it's full of... Of documentaries, like oh. I- I'll be I'll be 110 before I get through all these documentaries. <laughs> I- I'm in heaven. Lock it down. I got TV to watch. Anyhow, uh, I also stumbled upon because I saw a bunch of people uh, talking on uh, Facebook about how great this uh, Bee Gees "How to Mend a Broken Heart" documentary is. The, okay, st- the story of of the Bee Gees, and you know they're one of those bands. That when you look back, you remember, okay, they had some hits during the disco uh, craze, and that they were kind of seen as the band uh, that brought disco uh, to the front of the pack for a few years there. But what I didn't realize, I guess, was the amount of not only hits they had, but hits they wrote for other people. Ooh. Like... Islands in the Stream," Dolly Parton and uh, Kenny Rogers. Right. They wrote music for Celine Dion. They wrote uh, a bunch of hits for Barbara Streisand at one point. And their story starts in Australia, like in the '50s, and, and there was the four brothers, uh, Andy Gibb being the youngest. He died at 30. Uh, from a heart attack Mm -hmm. uh, over his drug use. and I I always remember the story that he was dating Victoria Principal. Remember that actress? From way back in the day, she was in shows like Dallas and other things. Yeah, the name's familiar. And she dumped him and that he got really uh, depressed and committed suicide. But no, it turns out he had a heart attack at 30 from uh, excessive drug use. you got to be doing a lot of the baggie to have a heart attack at 30. (laughs) And then there was uh, Maurice and Robin and Barry. The only one alive now is Barry. Is Barry, right, yeah. And he says right at the end of it, he says... I'd give away all the hits to have them all back, and I I I was a weeping mess. <laughs> <laughs> but it's it's a it's a really interesting story. And they was have it like, more, uh, Maurice Morris? He was the the writer, the principal writer. Behind uh, I think Barry did a, most of it. Like oh, Barry okay. was a high falsetto voice, right? And and, uh, and they had a bunch of like Justin Timberlake and all these other people talking about um, uh, you know the, what the, the band meant and their importance in music and. There's even Chris Martin saying, you know, most of the history of rock and music and pop music, you know, it's, it's the Beatles and it's the Stones and it's Bob Dylan. They take up a lot of the. He goes, but the, the Bee Gees were right there for the amount of hits mm-hmm. and, and the success they had. Anyhow, and interesting enough, I remember in Chicago. There was a, a, a radio DJ who started the whole Disco Sucks craze. He was a rock radio DJ. And at Wrigley Field, they held this demonstration where after a game between, I think, the Tigers or the, uh, the Indians and, uh, and, uh, and uh, the White Sox, they held this whole um, event where they blew up disco records. So they had everybody come in and bring a disco record, and then they piled it up in the middle of a field. There's one uh, black guy who uh, worked there at the time as an usher and has now gone on to a, a music career of some sort. He goes, I didn't realize it at the time, but looking back, I see it now. He said a lot of the records that people were bringing in were not necessarily disco records. They were like Al Green, and they were uh, uh, you know, a lot of just mostly black artists and or gay artists. Oh. And he goes, what it really turned into was like a book-burning session. Right. Like a racist, homophobic you know event it wasn't it, you know any opportunity to blow up the black records or or you know blow up the and really the Bgs weren't even the start of the whole disco craze it was the gay underground in New York City that, that got
0: but they just got labeled with it because they had those massive hits of course from Saturday night fever <laughs> just you see, see, see you spending the entire holidays yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, like an Al Bundy a hand halfway down yeah. your pants and the other hand in the popcorn yeah watching biographies I love it
1: I know nothing of what's going on around me. What but, happened to the Biography Channel? Oh, I used to love that. Yeah. That was A&E, wasn't it? That was on oh, A&E. It? I yeah. think was, well, there was a show called Biography. Right, yeah. That was really good. Oh, yeah. I, I love. I think I love biographies more now than like... I love biographies and sitcoms. Right. That's...
0: <laughs> well, I guess when you think about it, all this, uh, the stars and the shows that you watched, you didn't really get... You know, when you watched them in the '80s or '90s, you didn't have Wikipedia to no. find out everything about the people who were in it. Yeah. So now you got to go back to things like this. And mm-hmm. You find out, Well, there's a lot of a lot behind the scenes that was going on that
1: you never really knew. No, it's it's very interesting. I got a head full of useless knowledge now about the BGs. <laughs> it's it's funny as the year winds down and we we do look forward to 2021 vaccine and more and more people getting it and hopefully. By some point in, uh, in the, the coming year, we'll be able to say, okay, we're on relatively safe ground now. Everybody still stay, you know, stay socially distanced, and, but we can we can get out and do and be and all of that. So that's coming, but it's still going to be a while. And I just, you know, you just sense even with, with the numbers now and the fatigue and all of it. It's just like if January 1st, 2021 doesn't open up and everything's perfect again, there are going to be people who go, Oh, come on.
0: I think that's why, you know, the announcement about this, you know, further lockdowns and restrictions, yeah. you know, uh, uh, while I don't think it was unexpected by many, you know, I, I think at some point everyone knew it was going to come down to this again. They'd have to lock more places down. You know, I think a lot of the provinces is, ex- is surprised that it's, it's as vast and wide as it is. Mm. But. Uh, The fact that it goes into the new year really has a more lasting effect on people. Because there was that sense that 2021, the second that clock struck Mm. and we were into January, there was a new horizon, right? Okay, better things are to come. This will be a better year than the last. Mm -hmm. (laughs) That that Counting Crows song, Long December, uh, really... You know, fits this year. Maybe this year will be better than the last. But uh, n- the fact now that we're into a lockdown that will go into the new year just kind of it gives you that bull feeling to it.
1: Well, you would hope to. I mean, I hate winter time with a passion. But uh, I guess uh, if the if it gets real cold or real snowy. Uh, That plays into, uh, you know, to people staying home more just because nobody wants to leave the house when it's that crappy and cold. And so it it gives, uh, you know, the opportunity for the the numbers to come down. I, you know, I guess they have to lock it down because you just see that back in March when this first hit in April, everybody was just so afraid of it. And so we went along and did as we were told. And there's so many now who have lost the fear of it and have lost the interest in it and have tuned out and moved on. Uh, and and I, you know, I can even be guilty of that. I, I don't read numbers anymore. I don't When I see it come up on the news, I turn it off. I don't care. I only talk about it now because I have to talk about it here. If I ever have to say, wash your hands, wear your mask one more time, I want to punch myself in the face.
0: California uh, is making a plea for more doctors and first responders. Uh, they're trying to hire them on a regular basis because mm. they're running short on supply. The ones that they have are overworked, overtired, or getting sick themselves and their hospitals are getting overrun. That's Mm. the reason that this is happening. It is awful. Uh, And, you know, everyone is affected in different ways and and has obviously differing opinions on it. It's really difficult. And it's difficult to think that we're going to go into Boxing Day and to understand why a Walmart and a Costco can be open to sell whatever the hell they want to, Mm. where everyone else has to shut down or do curbside or online or make uh, you know really feel the weight of the restrictions mm. and it doesn't make much sense in in some ways uh, you know <laughs> yesterday I uh, I was out getting ski equipment <laughs> for the for the kids thinking that well, over the winter break you know that wouldn't be something that's shut down it's an outdoor mm. sport yeah you know listen the lines and and crowding in lift areas that the, the the operators are doing everything they can uh, to to make it safe. The province says well, not yet, and so it just it it it's really tough on so many people. And then there's those that just were already out of work or already on the last legs of their business, and it looks like it's just going to get tougher for a while.
1: You know, it's interesting, too, that they go on about how Scarborough, the hospital, is, uh, is you know, really feeling the effects and filling up, and this hospital, Peel, is struggling. They've uh, like got a lot of cases, a lot of people in the hospital. And yet we have all these hotel rooms that are sitting vacant. I don't know why the government and the hospitals can't work with the hotel chains and turn some of these rooms into hospital rooms. I mean, during wartime, they were able to take arenas... And, and turn them into uh, makeshift hospitals rather quickly. I don't know why now we've got this overflow of people, and they say, well, we got to lock everybody down so the hospitals aren't strained. Well, there's places to put place, people because there's nobody staying in well, hotels. It hasn't come
0: to that. And the fact of the matter is that the hospital right now, as it is, isn't overrun. There's 34 people in in uh, Dur- Durham mm. in the hospital mm-hmm. uh, as a result of this. But it's, they're saying they're getting ready for it. They're, but they're worried get, it. They're, they're worried that if the numbers continue to grow, there's been like a a 70% increase in hospitalizations and an 80% increase in death over the last couple of months. And, and there was a time in like September we were talking about 34 active cases mm-hmm. in the Durham region. There's now 911.
1: I guess my point here is that we seem to spend a lot of time just... Us talking hey this might happen this could happen we better yeah. be aware it's all about
0: projections at this point we, we don't right. know when no. it is happening
1: but yeah. what i'm saying is in the summer when we were when everybody was in a bit of a lull because the numbers were down and we were like okay but we know the fall's coming we know people are going to get sick kids are going to go back to school but we did really nothing mm-hmm. now it's getting bad again and i'm just suggesting well, why don't they look at hotels or motels or arenas that hockey can't be played in right now. Anything. But nothing gets done. Just talked about and randomly said. And and then we get everybody gets sick and the hospitals fill up and January might be really bad. And we go, well why didn't we
0: do something yeah. we knew in September? And, and and you're right in the sense that a lot is just talked about and sometimes it's the wrong words that are being used. Mm. Because lockdown is the wrong word for it. This is not a lockdown mm. you know in the sense that you can still go out. Mm -hmm. lockdowns to me mean you're stuck inside you are literally locked inside Mm -hmm. and can't go up we've never had that you know i see a lot of people questioning well you know if the lockdown didn't work the first time why is it going to work now well because we never had a lockdown Mm -hmm. the first time we've never been locked down
1: no, not in the in the in the sense. I mean, you can't go to restaurants and bars and you can't go to a ski shop and buy boots. Right. You know, but you'll be able to go to Walmart and buy a soccer ball. Yeah. So, yeah. And you can still go get your groceries and, and do Well, all that.
0: and you can still go to that ski shop and pick it up out front. Mm-hmm. Uh, or you can still go to the restaurant yeah. and, and pick it up and take it out. Right. Uh, you know, we, we are not locked down. Never have been.
1: Yeah. Long way to go, uh, kids, still. That's the issue. I just uh, want people to kind of get their head wrapped around the idea that just because January 1st hits on 2021, the world doesn't go back to normal. It's still going to carry on for some time. And you got that other strain now in England. And it's just all too much. And that's why I watch Married with Children. <laughs> if you've been uh, listening to Rock Mornings over the years, and we're heading into uh, year number eight of this uh, experiment... you will know that, for the most part, there is zero that Lucky and I uh, have in common. Outside of having sex twice... (laughs) Together? What? (laughs) No, because we made two children. Oh, gotcha. Uh, Outside of having boys, uh, we have really nothing else going on in our lives that are similar in any way. You know opposites attract, Craig. I guess so. This must be what keeps this going. Right. Because we disagree on nothing... Except for one thing, <laughs> our unified bond over our hatred of any pumpkin-flavored thing. Oh, are you a pumpkin hater? I don't think I knew yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've never really. I mean, I, I don't mind carving a pumpkin. I'm yeah. fine with that. But I, I don't like the flavor. I don't like pumpkin pie. Okay. I don't like pumpkin spice. Right. You're even more so in that you hate all form of pumpkin or all the
0: gourd yeah right not good with it at all no and i've come across too many people who tell me that their butternut squash soup is the one that's going to change my opinion i have yet to come across it and i'm done with trying
1: we are uh, at some point going to squash the pumpkin spice industry and when we do this little experiment will be done we'll have nothing else that bonds us together a nice little pun there by the way yeah look at me um but there's a guy who's maybe gonna help us out here because he runs some sandwich tribunal, a website where I guess he just either he makes sandwiches or he reviews sandwiches. I'm not sure, but he's uh combined pumpkin spice with a bologna sandwich. Somehow now made bologna. And bologna, you know, it's I don't care what you one of the all great time cold cuts. I like a nice piece of bologna Really? Sure, why not? I don't know that there's a cold cut that I dislike. Right.
0: Bologna just seems like you've given up. <laughs> just, <laughs> there are so many other yeah. varieties of cold cut sure. there. Oh, yeah, yeah. You your Montreal smoked meat, You oh, just yeah, gotta, yeah. you know, roast beef, sure. Different flavored chickens. Oh, there's lots of things. Uh, out pastrami. There. Yeah. When you go bologna, you're just going <laughs> plain. I just I want some form of meat yeah. on there. I mean, ham is pretty plain when it comes to just mm-hmm. putting it on a sandwich. And that trumps bologna.
1: Bologna is like, uh, it's a, it's your track pant day. Right. <laughs> You've just, you're throwing in the towel.
0: You're eating enough of it, you'll need the track pants.
1: But I, I you know, I I mean, I would mix it in with other cold cuts. You okay. know, I, would, I probably wouldn't just go bologna. You're a cold cut combo kind I, of guy? I do love a good cold cut sandwich, I'll tell you that much. I think I'm going to have one when I get home today. We had ham. We have leftover ham from Christmas. Right. Of course, we did Christmas last weekend. I'm gonna make myself a nice ham sandwich. I've decided that, but there will be no pumpkin spice in this ham sandwich. Of course not. Yeah, this guy combined bologna and pumpkin spice. No,
0: it's ridiculous. It's, it's, it's insanity is what it is. Rick texted in and said pumpkin apparently is an aphrodisiac. Oh yeah, like the smell of pumpkin gets women uh, all wound up. Well, I don't know. I looked it up, and it says it, it's an aphrodisiac for dudes. Hmm. But, uh, what dude really needs an aphrodisiac? We need a.
1: We need a. <laughs> We need a stiff wind. <laughs> a woman could fart
0: passing us, and we'd still be chasing it down.
1: The first book that included photographs was published in 1843. Porn.
0: <laughs> a little it's, knee, perhaps. That's right.
1: That's right. It was the hedgehog's first works. Uh, it was published in 1843. Had photos, and it was about algae. That'd be okay. An interesting
0: read. They yeah, had photos of algae? I guess they did. Kind of okay. tough because they didn't have color photography at that point, right?
1: Yeah, I don't know. They probably weren't very good photos.
0: Yeah, it's not like 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 now. You digital photos with all the megapixels you can mm-hmm. possibly imagine. I don't know what a photo of algae would have looked like. Can't,
1: no, you don't know if it's algae or a carpet.
0: You can't right. really tell.
1: Every ounce of water you drink burns one calorie. Okay. Yeah.
0: Think about that. What's the average? 12 fluid ounces? Get
1: the water in you every day if you can. I I do a a little balancing routine where I drink a lot of water here during the morning. Right.
0: A lot of wine at night in the evening. (laughs) 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 Uh, The bags of chips and the Oreos (laughs) and everything in between. Uh You'd have to be drinking an ocean full of water daily. (laughs)
1: Uh, the company Nokia was named after a city, Nokia Finland, but it's no longer based
0: there. Oh. Yeah. The up and left. Were they all f- always from Finland? I guess so, yeah. That's so where they made those cell phones? Mm-hmm.
1: Penguins have knees. Their legs just look super short because most of their leg bones are covered in feathers. Ah, huh.
0: Can they bend their knees? I guess... They walk. I don't know. They walk a little. They they walk a little yeah, funny. Yeah, they right? waddle. So they waddle. Yeah, so maybe they can't bend those well, knees. Who am I to say I waddle those days too? <laughs> <laughs> I've seen you walk down the hall, very similar to a penguin. Oh, especially today, I almost landed on my arse this morning when I got outside and slipped. Oh, and you are right fragile. Away. You are fragile. I am. And right away, I went, uh oh, the back. Yeah, you wouldn't have been good because I saw you before I left on my
1: holidays, just trying to put garbage in the can over there, and you were yeah, like you just come out of surgery. (laughs) (laughs) But you keep running around and working out and doing silly
0: things. Not now. It's probably why I can't (laughs) move.
1: (laughs) I I'm considering a career move, a change. Thinking about getting into the Santa business. Somebody figured out that his estimated salary is about $157,000 a year. Really? Dude works one day a year. <laughs> it's not bad money. <laughs> I mean, he's got all the uh, elves doing the uh, the grunt work. And, okay. I, and I assume Mrs. Claus, it's, you know, she's hands-on. I right. think she's running the North uh, Pole. He just gets into that uh, suit Christmas Eve and goes. Now, Dr. Fauci uh, and all of them have said, you know, he's, uh, he's good. He's he got immunity. He he can deliver, but I I still don't know. He's an old man. He's overweight. I don't I don't want to see him in anybody's home. I don't want him eating cookies and stuff off a of stranger's place. I think we got to do some kind of curbside pickup
0: for Santa. <laughs> Just throw carrots up on the roof. That's right. Everybody's just <laughs> all the cookies up there.
1: Everybody's just standing on the street at the end of their driveway, waiting for him to come by, and he'll just toss the toys at you and keep
0: going. Would make things easier if you yeah. don't have to get up and into houses. Yeah, especially now with the lack of chimneys on a lot of the new places. It's
1: tougher them to squeeze in those little metal boxes. Exactly.
0: Um, um, wow. Uh, yes, I have heard that. Uh, you know, him being kind of omnipresent, mm. uh, that he doesn't have to worry. He's not going to catch COVID. Mm. Going in and out of houses. Well, Plus, I just, he's only been there for a couple of seconds at a time.
1: I know, but you know, it's. it's I, I just, if I was Santa, I would say sorry. Uh, I, you know, you come, you come to the North Pole if you want your gifts and pick them up here.
0: And that's probably why you wouldn't be a good fit for the job. <laughs> As you say, you want to take the job for one hundred fifty seven k a year. Yeah. I can suspect, knowing you, like you'd get to December and be like. I really don't know if I want to work on the 25th. It's cold. (laughs)
1: It's cold out, isn't it? It's cold. I'd forget to set my alarm. (laughs) One day. You one thing to do. Wake up on the 25th around (laughs) noon. (laughs) Have a coffee. Ah, What's on the go today? Ah, (laughs)
0: Did I forget something?
1: Crap, I missed it.
0: Rock Mornings with With Craig Venn and Lucky. Lucky. 94.9
1: The Rock.